0: Perfect. Welcome everybody to our cheat out fireside chat here. Um, We have a very special guest, John. Thank you so much for coming. Um, Yeah. Thanks for having me on looking forward to having a a nice chat. Yeah. I mean, you guys are definitely uh, an app that a lot of people use. We certainly use you guys. um, So you're no stranger, but before we start talking about Gnosis, I think it'd be pretty interesting to hear about you, um, how you got into crypto yeah definitely um, so i I
1: discovered crypto back in two thousand and fifteen. Uh, I was in college at the time doing my uh, my thesis, and my thesis was around how can we use blockchains for energy transactions so like microgrids and i didn 't really know much about blockchain at that time um, but that kind of that 's where the rabbit hole began for me right and uh, Slowly but surely, I was learning more about it and I was getting more and more obsessed. And I kind of took that obsession uh, through, you know, when I graduated, I worked for 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 a big bank, Citibank. I worked for Accenture as well. And I was always kind of, you know, wanting to get into as much uh, crypto-related activities as possible. Um, I was even a product manager for one, uh, for like an enterprise uh, um, crypto solution at the time. Uh, with Accenture but I think ultimately um, if enterprise like the enterprise crypto space was um, kind of going in a different way and I I very much wanted to be kind of working on Ethereum infrastructure I always did and I think that's what made me leave and what what kind of brought me to Gnosis uh, when I joined like a year and a half ago Um, and I've, I've been it's. It's. I've been pretty happy just to kind of go away from, move away from that and co- kind of go into pure kind of infrastructure, um, uh, on Ethereum, right? So uh, that's what I've been working on, and I've been. My role is ecosystem lead, so just kind of being the trying to push, you know, um, trying to push uh, the nodes safe, safe's adoption, and uh, kind of work with, you know, um, our internal team and both our, you know, the ecosystem as well, trying to trying to like improve the product and uh, yeah, just make sure, you know, people know about it and are using
0: it. There we go. Definitely there's a lot of people I know about you guys and that's interesting. I actually also worked at, um, at Citibank. I quit a little bit ago, uh, a couple of months yeah. ago. So <laughs> I guess we also, we both made that, that kind of move. Um, yeah, yeah it must be crazy because I remember talking to a lot of people that do crypto within Citi and, um, I guess like building crypto projects within a large institution like Accenture Imagine as well is completely different from working at like a place like Gnosis. Can you tell us a little bit about that like transition?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that like the one of the biggest things for me was um not 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 everyone knows what you're talking about um when you're in a company of say 400,000 people right um and you're talking about you know decentralized governance and cryptography right um there was definitely a lot of time was spent kind of you know taking people along the journey with you kind of talking of, like talking about what this means what that means and then since I since I switched um I was very much in like, in a team of people who knew knew what I was talking about right and and kind of had that same view on you know where web three is going where ethereum is going you know where this uh, where our multi chain future is going right i think that
0: that made it a lot easier
1: to get stuff done
0: right. okay that's cool, that's cool and um why why gnosis like there's a lot of crypto projects out there that you could have joined uh, what drew you there
1: yeah i think i I really did like um like, I, I, I liked that Gnosis, I, I like Gnosis's, um, they very much have a, uh, kind of open finance, decentralized finance view. Um, and of course there's a lot of other, you know, protocols and, you know, companies doing that right now. But I was just attracted by, I was attracted by kind of, um, you know, the founders, uh, Mark and Stefan. I thought they were, they're super tactical, but they also know how to, you know, how to lead a large group of people. Um that motivated me. And also, um, yeah, I, 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 already, I, I saw that the SAFE was a cool project. And it was kind of, you know, it, it was developing some momentum. And
0: uh, I wanted to kind of, you know, try and push that momentum even further. So I kind of saw an alignment there with the product. That's great. Yeah, I think SAFE is a very special project. Um, it really helps build a lot of trust. Um, and I think that's a great segue into talking about, you know, Gnosis SAFE's. Uh, could you maybe explain for our audience what it is? Uh, maybe you can give like a DeFi guru, like expert, you know, explanation, but as well, like for people that might know a very limited amount about crypto, could you also talk about it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, Gnosis as a company, they uh, like w- Gnosis just make uh, products for de- for infra- They want to make products for uh, DeFi infrastructure, essentially. And the safe is one of those products. And so the DeFi Guru definition is the SAFE. The also Safe is a smart contract wallet um, that employs um multi-sig um, and also batch transactions together as well. Um, and what that means is that you can you can get a very secure setup to manage your funds if you're an individual, if you're a team, or if you're a DAO, right? Um, the fact that the safe um, employees' employs multi signature means you know you can set um you know, you can define a number of owners of that safe and that wallet, and then um you have you can also define how many people need to sign every transaction. And what that means is it's a secure way of managing funds as a um using a multitude of wallets, right? So like using the best wallets and using, you know, um this uh this smart contract to go to govern and manage. Those um those wallet users, right? Well,
2: why is it so important to I guess have have multi sigs within say a DAO or um, for a treasury or something along those lines?
1: Yeah, I think um like a, a big criticism some people in DeFi are very uh, it's a big criticism of DeFi is that you have these protocols that manage such a high amount of funds, right? Such a large amount of funds, and these are. You know, they have a single point of failure, which is one dev that has, you know, a private key, um, and one wallet that manages and governs all these funds, right? Um, that's, that's a big risk in DeFi. Um, and people like that, that scares a lot of people and that scares me included. But if you employ multi-sig, it means you can, um, actually define a number of private keys or a number of wallets that, um, that have access to the funds, but the funds can only be transacted or moved if this quorum of wallets agrees and signs, you know, approves the transaction to do that. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is just kind of diversifying the risk. So one guy just can't run away, one dev can't just rogue the funds and run away with them, right? Right. You're distributing that across a number of people.
2: Okay, yeah, absolutely makes sense. How would, like, so that's one use case for, or that's a use case for, an organization or a DAO, what about just for an individual? How would they use Gnosis Safes?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, and this is actually even, it, like, this is, this is a good, um, it's, it's a good reason why we deployed on Polygon, right? Uh, um, but I'll talk about that later. But um, right now, creating a safe is, you know, all you're paying is gas, and it's uh, now on the likes of Polygon, it's, it's very affordable for individuals. Um, because previously it would be cost about $100 to create a safe. Mm-hmm. But for, but now it costs about 50 cents, right, on Polygon. So for individuals, why it's useful is because you're not, um, you know, you're not, uh, kind of pooling all your funds on one wallet, right? You're not again, it's that single source of uh, failure point. If I have all my funds stored on a, on a Metamask or on a hardware wallet, like a ledger, I, it's one point of failure, right? If my MetaMask gets compromised or if my ledger gets hacked or compromised, my funds are gone. But what individuals can do with a Gnosis safe is they can say, okay, let me actually, let me have three hardware wallets, um, a ledger, a trezor, and then a third hardware wallet or, or a MetaMask. And I just sign, I just sign, um, uh, two of those have to sign every transaction, right? And what that means is, you know, if I lose what, if I lose access to one hardware wallet, um, I can still manage my funds and, you know, manage, manage, uh, you know, what wallets are in control of the safe still, even if one gets compromised. And that's like a very secure setup, I think. Um, the likes of, uh, Vitalik Buterin actually uses that himself. So I think that kind of screams like, you know, that, uh, it's a,
0: it's a, it's, it's a, it's a tried and tested way to do it. It's got to be pretty trying and test it. And then if uh, Vitalik uses it for his bags, then maybe uh, maybe we should do the same. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, I think um, I think
1: the, the even before Ethereum's time, um, Bisco created the first Bitcoin multisig. And the creator, the founder of BitGo, essentially said, I, I don't use EOAs or, like, you know, uh, externally owned accounts, like single private keys, because he was always terrified that his baby... That you know, his father that was running around would just fling his laptop out the window or spill milk on his hardware device. Right? Like I said that terrified him, and that's what really motivated him to you know
0: adopt multi sigs and push the whole multi-sig paradigm. Wow, that's pretty. It's pretty good motivation there.
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so, how how does Gnosis Safe's make money? How does it continue to grow?
0: Yeah.
1: Very good question. I get, I get asked this question quite a lot. Um, we, right now, we don't make any money with the Gnosis Safe. Um, it's a, we want it to be a public good, uh, similar to MetaMask, right? As in, like MetaMask, like 90, percent of MetaMask core functionality is, is free to use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've recently monetized a bit. They, they have MetaMask swaps built into MetaMask. So, they take um, transaction fees for people swapping tokens, right? Yeah. Um, but that's a very small portion of MetaMask, right? And yeah. we want to employ the same um, strategy for the safe, right? And we want this to be a public good. We want this to be um, a core infrastructure for anybody building on Polygon, on Ethereum, right? And yeah, we, we might look to monetize sometime, but definitely we want our core capabilities always permissionless and always you know available to people right yeah
2: well we thank you for your service first of all <laughs>
0: yeah it's a pretty nice uh service to have for free right oh yeah it, it's like a lot that goes into it um how would you compare your your service to others like for example um like open zeppelin defender
1: yeah like i i see i see um i think i think they we operate in kind of similar spheres but still different use cases right like you get a lot of smart contract automation with OpenZep and Defender, and um, you, with the Safe, you get you know that pure access control. Like our smart contracts define the access control, right? Of the of like the governing protocols that have you know that employ smart contracts, right? So
0: there's a good marriage
1: there, and OpenZeppelin even integrated with uh, the Gnosis Safe. We have um, we have a little app store called Safe Apps, They're all free to use. But, um, it just means you can access apps directly from safe. And Open Zeppelin is one of them where you can, you know, simply, uh, you know, assign, um, a sm- you know, assign, you know, uh, governance rights or um, admin control of a smart contract using the safe and Open Zeppelin.
0: Okay. Yeah. Actually, we know a lot about the, those apps because we've been working on allowing people to use our protocol through those apps on those safe. And I think they can do it now already, right? Uh, so that's that's live at the moment.
1: Oh really? Oh okay. I did, so if like uh, <laughs> to, to segue into this, right? Uh, let, re, let let us know because we'd love to see um, you know Kido as like a, a default safe app within the polygon interface. polygon
0: interface, right? We yeah. would definitely not complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll,
2: we'll let you know right now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, cool. What are some other cool uh, like apps that uh, that we might be able to see on Gnosis pretty soon?
1: Yeah, um, so recently we added Sushi Swap uh, to uh, the Polygon instance, right? So you know you can do all those good things with uh, with Sushi on with Sushi on Polygon via your safe. So you have that security of the multisig, right? But you can you know kind of go ape into all these different farms, right? So it's uh, exactly. It's a nice, uh, it's, a, it's a, it's a, nice use case, but yeah, going forward, we definitely want to see more NFT related safe apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, cause we have a lot of collectives, like we have a lot, like there's a new, there's a new, um, use case happening where art collectives are joining together, pooling their funds and investing in, you know, digital, digital art, NFTs, um, as such. And we definitely want to, um, like smooth smoothing out the user experience for that, and I think I, we w- we definitely want uh, some uh, some cool NFT apps uh, such as OpenSea, for example, and Rarible coming on as a uh, as a default safe app.
0: Okay, cool. And then in terms of like the uh Safe Snap apps as well, right? You got some functionalities coming out. Um, there's a cool one where you can automate um, kind of like your treasury actions through, like, snapshot voting. Could you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, just to take a step back, uh, the safe employs uh, uh, an aspect called safe modules, and modules are essentially uh, just contracts that let you bypass the multisig um, under certain conditions, right? And SafeSnap is an example of a uh, a notice-safe module, right? Um, it lets you... It lets you bypass the multi-sig based off an off-chain uh, decision, right? Most uh, In most instances, it's a snapshot vote, right? So what SafeSnap does is allow you to execute on-chain transactions based off the outcome of a snapshot vote. And that's great for the DAO implementation, right? Um, so we no longer have, you know, just a smaller team, you know uh doing all the transactions, and you hope that your community trusts that that smaller team is doing all the transactions that th- you were voting on with SafeSnap you essentially just all you have to do is just trust that the snapshot vote um you know did what you know came out as yes or came out as no, and then the uh, the transaction gets executed automatically via the safe
0: That's great, yeah, I think that really helps um especially young projects trying to decentralize. Uh, be able to do it without having to do everything themselves, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. You're making a DAO really a DAO. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
2: You, you take you're taking that centralized the element out of, uh, you know, out of a DAO. That's really cool. Um, what are the types of, uh, yeah, what are the types of innovations that you see that need to be, need to be added into this space, you know, in order for Gnosis safes to be around, you know, for years to come?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I definitely see, um, like, I think, I think the next step is the next step for the Gnosis Safe anyway to continue uh, is to really work on becoming an open platform. Uh, right now, we have our, you know, Gnosis hosted interfaces that interact with the, the Gnosis contracts, but you know, the contracts are permissionless. The contracts are immutable; they stay on Ethereum. But we definitely want to kind of open out the interfaces for that interact with the Gnosis safe. Um, and there's already, there's already interfaces that are actually, um, you know, tying straight into the Gnosis contracts, such as Parcel and Multisafe. And they're simply different interfaces that suit a, a kind of treasury management use case. And we want to see more interfaces being built to interact with our contracts. And that's up to us to make that, you know, as easy for developers as possible
2: okay and and if others are are like other developers are, are building something that they want to interact with y'all, what is the best way to like get in contact with you
1: yeah, um so the best thing is to reach out to our developer discord if you just Google knows it's safe, you can access our discord directly um from the website and our we have like we have developers on all day um you know helping you know developers. Build a safe app, or interact with our contracts in a way, or even just build a brand new interface. Um, and we're like, it, it's working well right now, but definitely to be truly, you know, an operating system, we need to we need to work even like even harder on you know having us like you know having SDKs in the stack that just make it easy for anyone to go and start um, building on top, and that's when they, we can truly scale. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So that's in terms of like developers. Um are you guys working with any like enterprises and seeing how you can help bring that kind of wave of onboarding?
1: Yeah, we've actually we sp- like we've we're very open to speaking with enterprises and we've spoken with like banks and even governments before about uh even using the safe, which is crazy. Uh it's crazy to me, but definitely there's some very um forward-looking crypto savvy uh you know, um, enterprises and governments out there actually. Uh, was, You're working with governments as well. Well, we're speaking with them. They, they haven't created their safes just yet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I think we're open. To, we're open to educating them. I think um, that's uh, that's. I think that's happening. Um, it's just we're our team is. Our team is focused on building out a product, making this truly core infrastructure. And we can't we can't allocate all our efforts to educating every single enterprise or every single you know public institution that wants to get into crypto, right? So right. we're very much we're speaking with them, but there's definitely someone there's some uh, you know organizations that are just much further ahead, much more willing to adopt it, and we're happy to uh, you know to partner with them and work with them.
2: You, you don't have to. I know it can be touchy, but one of the uh, one of the watchers was wondering any hints on which governments chatting to. Uh, no,
1: nah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it, it's very much hush hush at the moment. Um, yeah. we're just we're, like we're just it's 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 very casual conversation. But what's great is that you know they they they're, they're looking at this right. Exactly. Um, nothing's formal, but they're just looking at it, and I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, I guess like actually handling the crypto is going to be a huge barrier for a lot of people outside of crypto, right? Uh, Like your keys and keeping everything safe, especially if you're at a government level, right? You can't really have like just a simple setup, maybe a ledger, right? Kind of money you're having, there's a lot.
1: Correct, correct. Like Like we're talking about enterprises and entities here and there's never just one person in charge of everything. In these, like you know, very uh, web two focused organizations, right? So they need these platforms where, like, where the you know the um, responsibilities are kind of distributed, and uh, I think multi sigs are great for that. Um, I find like the safe, like the safe multi sig component, is very similar to DocuSign on web two, right? right? Um where you just have multiple people signing so right? Um, I see quite similar in that regard. Uh, so yeah, I see that being a uh, you know an interesting uh, some an interesting way for you know for uh, enterprises to get used to <laughs> you know
2: yeah I, that that would be interesting like finally if if a uh, community wants to get like a pothole fixed with with government funds it's like oh okay <laughs> let's let's go ahead and make a vote and then uh, those funds go automatically towards fixing that pothole uh, yeah that could be that could be really cool. Um, in, in as we as we talk about the future right i mean what really excites you about DeFi, or just this this entire space
1: yeah Um what really excites me about DeFi is just that it's um it's censorship resistant right now and um, now that's like that <laughs> that's come under scrutiny as of lately as you guys know right but i think um like what that's that's what I love it. That's it's it's permissionless. Anybody can simply, you know, start interacting with, you know, financial instruments that they couldn't do before. Um and I that that's what excites me. And I think there's going to be more innovations coming in the next, you know, in the next two years, next three years, next and so on. I don't know what those innovations are going to be, but I know that um, you know, the slowly but surely um We'll have we'll have even more people onboarding to DeFi, right? Mm-hmm. And we've even seen that in conferences lately that we're seeing people from various different backgrounds that we haven't seen before in crypto, right? right. So that's that's exciting. I think that will make a that'll really change the industry and the hope for the positive.
2: What do you think some hurdles are towards getting to that future?
1: Yeah, I see. Um, I think like I think like the 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 regulatory aspect is certainly something that's uh that's has been keeping has been you know has not, not scaring people but just definitely um, making people more <laughs> anxious let's say um I think if like stamping on regulations where you don't quite understand all the nuances of the technology like uh, the the power of cryptography and what that means uh, the power of you know just you know decentralized governance I think that's I think that's not appreciated enough at the moment, and I'd love to get for us to get to a stage where you know regulators are are appreciating that, appreciating that aspect and tying it in with their uh, with their um, with their, with their regulations but yeah that's um hopefully there's there's more education to happen there
0: yeah, you see a lot of those like blanket laws coming out and China like grapple with it, but yeah it's interesting to see how uh censorship resistant like platform like that we work on is going to be censored. I guess there's there's some kind of negotiation that needs to happen there or some kind of like a coming together uh, long term.
2: What do you think what do you think some of the like what do you think the DeFi community can do to help educate in these spaces?
1: Yeah, like I see um I see like I see actual teams and projects set up Specifically to educate, right? Like Uniswap Governance funded this DeFi education education fund. Um, I think aspects like that um, would be is it, great for kind of tying along, and even just even just speaking, even just speak, speaking with you know uh, you know people like people closer to the regulatory aspects or the legislative aspects as well. I, th- I think there's some some there's some crypto teams that are very kind of insular in that regard, like they don't want to talk about to the to like the normie world, right? And I think we're we're eventually going to have to open up that dialogue eventually, right? Otherwise, they they it will be like just you know two different heads rubbing off each other, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um so yeah how's moving I guess on into specifically polygon oh uh, because we' are I guess a polygon based uh, stable coin how's your experience been um since you guys have launched and building the whole process
1: yeah, so we've launched um we've launched with about like ninety percent of our functionality um so and it's it's a it was a smooth launch and um, a couple of a couple of things we can work on of course get that last ten percent in there um, <laughs> of functionality, but the, like we are happy with how the launch went um, and yeah, w- what we're really impressed with, but well, like kind of even surprised, right, is that like on layer one on Ethereum, like uh, during spiking gas prices, like people were paying, you know, $150, even $200 to set up safe. Whereas on Polygon, like, like uh, I created a safe, I mentioned there like for 50 cents, right? Mm-hmm. For 50 cents crazy and like that really opens up you know the the, the use case for individuals to use the safe right and um, because previously they were priced out um in a way and I think that what's what's great about logic on polygon is that we can really kind of open this out to new uh, groups of personas
0: yeah we've definitely seen a lot of people even within our user base that either are completely new to crypto or maybe they were already on ethereum way back when and at some point they just couldn't keep up with the fees and now they're kind of just coming back and reintegrating so yeah i think polygon's an interesting space because of that you you get to do a lot of these new things uh, and bring a lot of these communities back into it
2: yeah no i think i think it's really i think it's really cool cuz like like you said before maybe maybe on ethereum it was really just these uh these larger treasuries or daos that were Using gnosis safe and again i I don't know if that was actually like those are the correct statistics, but now it is opening it up to pretty much anyone without having to incur really large fees when with that being the case, does that change the way that gnosis Safe looks at their future development
1: i think um, I think it's more getting like it's it's more changing like definitely has an aspect of development changes, but I think more more so it's on the kind of marketing front, right. And getting like, we were very much tied with, you know, big teams, large funds, you know, use the safe. Right. But I think now it's, now we have, you know, people can create a safe for, you know, for really, for really affordable uh, costs. So we're now kind of thinking about how can we, you know, get the word out to individuals. Right. And to even like, you know, like, you know, Art collectors for example right that's you know they they're they're, they're not on they're not on crazy money and uh, they want to actually you know come together as a guild let's say and start investing right I think we how do we get our how do we get the notes to safe out to people like that where they, they they haven't even heard of metamask yet right that's what we're thinking about now and it's uh, yeah it's, it's not easy
2: <laughs> okay no that, that makes sense so' less, less development side but more just marketing to the different crowds. Correct, correct, and I think yeah. But in terms of
1: um, like in terms of the development side, I think uh, the UX can always be improved. Um, like we we work hard on making the user experience you know not super technical, but there's still some technical aspects in there, right? That we would like you know to make a bit more accessible, um, and that's what that's that's definitely something we need to work on further for you know the uh, the individuals who are, are very new to crypto. Right?
0: Yeah and uh now that you having all these other like layer 2s come on that maybe have a similar cell as polygon how do you see all these kind of layer 2 systems working together um and what do you guys what are your thoughts in general about um, these layer 2s
1: Yeah well like one like I uh, I'm I think like I'm I'm seeing like a layer, there's plenty of I think these layer 2s like keep each other honest in a way like there's the, the speed of execution I think is, is kind of uh, accredited to all these different layer twos, like trying to um, like getting deployed. And if it was just one, let's say, you know it, like it's, it's a, the, it, I think competition or co-opetition really helps in that aspect, right? And uh, mm-hmm. we're seeing, like, you know, we've seen these layer twos really um, go to market very quickly and get deployed. Based off just like, you know, the, the speed of the industry at the moment, which I think is great, right? Um, I really like that aspect of it. And I see, um, I see more interoperability happening, um, uh, going forward. And even actually, um, I think there was an EVM bridge created for Solana recently. Um, I think that was announced maybe a month ago, right? And I see that even more of that happening, right? More bridges, um, even to non-EVM or EVM, uh, taking place but uh, yeah that's, so I, like, I, th- I see this as a good thing that there's plenty um, you know, working hard and executing quickly
0: Yeah, so then I guess your your plan would be to have Gnosis on everywhere right, so people can leverage your uh, like your technology in whatever chain they might be on Yeah, like I think
1: we definitely want, like there's quite a lot of, de- there, there was previously a lot of dependencies on the Gnosis safe side to roll out um to uh various different you know layer twos and side chains. And we're trying to reduce those dependencies um uh that we've done. For example, like we used to we used to um we used to require tracing, a tracing node enabled for any deployment we did. So that's quite a technical aspect, but we've now removed that as well. Um so we're we we want to make the contracts in a way that you know there's no dependencies on the Gnosis side for networks to start using the safe, right? Truly, be a public good,
0: right? Yeah, because if you can't really scale to all these new where uh, new users are, right, it's kind of difficult to scale. Yeah,
1: correct, it, completely, completely, right. And we, like, we've we we've, we're already dedicating quite a bit of time to Polygon right now, and we simply couldn't, you know, d- deploy to all these, you know, like dozens of layer twos, right, and allocate that same amount of effort. So I think that's we, it doesn't scale there.
0: Hundred percent, and and we definitely appreciate the time and effort you're putting on Polygon. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, loyal users of Gnosis Safe, we we appreciate it.
2: Yeah, uh, we were we we're, we're counting down the days until y'all uh, came onto Polygon. Yeah,
0: no,
1: I think I think the um, the vision is aligned right with um, with Polygon. I think that like Polygon very much ties in with the Nosa Safe's vision, so. That's uh, I think that that was one of the main reasons why we're, we're we've employed
0: cool, yeah, um so have you been able to look into i guess what we do, um cheat a protocol? do you have any thoughts about it? You can be honest, don't worry yeah. yeah
1: I wasn't super familiar previously, but I have actually been playing around with it, and uh like look for me like for me for protocols uh like i've got the I've got like these you know, there's two main requirements, which is, like, you know, are they decentralized or do they have a roadmap to decentralization, right? And mm-hmm. I think you guys take the box there. And are they non-custodial, right? And very much a non-custodial um, platform. Uh, is a uh, Qidao? Qidao or Qidao? I always mispronounce Qidao. Qidao. Yeah, it's like Chinese. Maybe. So yeah. Qidao. Yeah, I always, I just can't pronounce things these days. But um, no yeah way. But yeah, like, like, look, I think stablecoin infrastructure and stablecoins are just super important for any, um, for any, uh, you know, uh, network these days, uh, to offer that price stability. And I think you guys have to play a key role in that for Polygon as well. So, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I like what you guys are doing. I want you guys to integrate as a safe app. I think you've already done it. Let's just, yeah. let's, let's get you there. And yeah, what I'm looking forward to is, uh, the various different, like, if there's new tokens that can be used as collateral going forward, right? Um,
0: yeah, that yeah, would be we add a new one.
1: Yeah, that's, and that's, that's, that's cool. Like I think um, it, it just like, it just it, you're just giving giving your
0: users more and more options, right? And I think that's exactly. very, very important. Exactly, yeah, the idea is to be kind of like a center for all these tokens to have more like utility and kind of intertwine with, with the, like the different aspects of DeFi and Polygon
2: yeah uh, what do you think is a good strategy would be to use like gnosis safes within um GDOW, just for our users that are watching
1: yeah i think definitely like um you can begin you can be game minting like you can kind of you can set like you know you can pool together funds like as a collective or as a team right or even as a individual right and uh begin like you know slowly but surely um uh, you know, uh, swapping swapping some USDC for my, and uh, you know, minting my, and creating an, and using that my, you know, and not letting it sit idle and start actually investing that my as well into uh, various different uh, pools. Right? I think that's that's the main use case I see. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a simple one, but I think it's actually you know, it's it, when when their funds really put are pooled together, you know, the the yields just you know. They just exponentially go up, right? Uh, so that's that's where the Safe comes in, is to really kind of you know enable like uh, people to you know come together with their funds to to actually get some uh, some good yield.
2: Oh, that's really cool. That's really awesome. Um, when it comes to when it comes to the Polygon community as a whole, is there an ask that you have of them?
1: I think, yeah. I think. For the, <laughs> If if I'm wearing my Gnosis Safe hat, I ask for patience. <laughs> <laughs> patience for getting all our safe apps or all our functionality, you know, into the safe, right? Um, I ask for patience there. Like we're working hard, and we'll have 100 percent of you know the Gnosis Safe stack in Polygon uh, very very soon, um, and we'll be adding more apps as we go through. Um, but also, if I'm not wearing my um, my uh, my Polygon hat, I like this, it's JPEG summer, right? At the moment, uh, <laughs> there's a, uh, there's an NFT uh, boom going on, and I think uh, it seems like like Poly- like Polygon should embrace the, the community should embrace this. Um, and I think it's already happening. I think there's a lot of uh, work happening. There's a lot of investment happening with um, with using NFTs on Polygon, right? And I think uh, it's just it's it's such a good use case because. You know the biggest hindrance for ethereum was the like the minty costs and the gas costs associated with these uh with these nfts and i think polygon has a real um opportunity here to to get new users in that wouldn't normally uh you know have the funds to
0: do it <laughs> yeah 100 you you have a, a dj and a nft guy here i'm not gonna say who <laughs> 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 but <yeah. laughs> definitely definitely we we like our nfts here at cheeto Awesome, awesome.
1: Yeah. That, well, I think, so I think, you know, I think everyone's preaching that already, right? So I don't think, uh, <laughs> I think my recommendation is, <laughs> it's quite, uh, it's quite new. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, awesome. Um, and yeah, just uh, FYI, our vaults are NFTs. So.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Our vaults are also. NFTs, right? <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah. They're ERC 721s. So you could technically transfer them to yeah. people, right? Yeah. You can transfer them to mm-hmm. people. That's cool. Great. That's cool. Are people doing that right now? Are people transferring their votes? I've heard of people transferring their votes. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's like a widespread thing that everybody's like you know trading cool. votes, but I, I like the, the idea of it.
2: Yeah, we, we probably could be putting that uh, at least option in the in the docs and uh, letting people more people know about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like you said earlier, it's like yeah, you you've got these uh, you know this marketing now, marketing and, and getting people to know.
0: Yeah, because they can technically put him up for sale on OpenSea, right? If you don't mm-hmm. want your vault anymore, maybe you can't pay back. You can think about like a middle ground discount. Yeah, sell it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, those that are watching, if you want to put up your vault for sale, someone yeah, to- will
0: buy it because it's an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like NFTs. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> it's not a bad word here.
0: It's a good, it's it's, it's no, a good no, no, no. We're we're in a safe space here, man. Diagnosis. Yeah, exactly.
2: All right. exactly. Um, no, perfect. Um, is there anybody else in the community that you think you'd like to hear from next in one of these fireside chats?
1: Yeah. So, um, like me as a like me as a DJ like me as a DJ, um, I think adamant. I recently have recently deployed onto uh, Polygon, right, and. Uh, yeah, there's some good yields. There's some good yields to be found there. So uh, I think yeah, I think they've recently joined um, you know the eco like the ecosystem. I think like they I I think that'd be that would be a cool next episode. Or of course, you know any new NFT project that's coming, right? NFTs yeah. are cool. <laughs> Let's get, get get them on, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, perfect. Okay, so you're a self-proclaimed gen.
1: I don't do it very well, but yes.
0: <laughs> I don't think any of us does. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's the uh, definition of a DJ. Just <laughs> might not do it very well, but, uh, but at the end of the day, you still do it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Honest work, right? It's honest work. It's honest <laughs> yes. Work. Exactly.
2: Not financial advice. Uh, <laughs> no, fantastic. Um, really enjoyed, really enjoyed the conversation. Um, do you have any kind of parting thoughts or tips for, uh, for anyone that you would like to share well,
1: i think yeah like I, what i what, what i would love is um you know if people had a look at just just had a quick look at notice safe uh the web app right on polygon and see if it's uh you know see if it's something worth thinking about in terms of you know um, securing their funds right um i don't think like i i don't think we're super like uh we don't we're not super shillers or market, or marketers, let's say, like Gnosis, like we we build good products, but we don't like you know shove them in people's faces. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, I love to kind of uh, I I love to shield the safe right now. I think I, hopefully I've done a good job, but uh, yeah, I, I love that. For any any anybody listening out uh, to try out, just get their hands dirty with the safe and uh, yeah, understand that it's super powerful uh, for avoiding getting rugged, essentially. <laughs>
0: that,
2: absolutely, is there is there like a a certain threshold or you would you would say like if you've got more than more than X dollar amount, you should probably be now considering a safe, or is it just even if even if you're just starting out?
1: Like even like with, with the with Polygon, I think that, that that threshold amount is actually gone, right? Like it's yeah, we used to it used to be we used to have a threshold, right? Because it wouldn't be economically make sense uh, to be using a safe since we spent so much on to create it, right? Like most mm-hmm. Now that it's very, very affordable, right? I don't think that threshold exists
2: anymore. I love it love it
0: That's great don't don't worry about uh not shilling uh, Gnosis. We'll shill it
2: yeah for you yeah we will we'll, we'll make sure we shill. Oh,
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome,
2: awesome. <laughs> really appreciate it, John. Um, I, I, if we have any more like community questions the community, if you have a question, I think maybe we'll take like one or two. Um, if you're cool with that, John, um, I'm cool with
1: that.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe poops just a good one. Which one? If you if you wanted to get more active with the gnosis Safe community, how how would uh you to go about that? That uh, last one.
1: Yeah, I think like um, so we're very like we we're very much we like to push uh, anybody in the community to get involved in our discourse. Um, like we've. 've now we've now kind of three separate channels on discord we've got the developer uh, so any like very technical c- specific things on conversations we go through the developer we have safe apps which is more of like the community looking to build safe apps and that's kind of our uh, dedicated channel for that and then the safe general where you just if you if you want to just get to know the team or ask certain questions uh, the general um, channels for us as well and uh, yeah that's it's, I think it's the best place to catch us um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of discuss how to, you know, get to know more about the safe.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Second question, also from Poopster.
1: On Poopster, any chance for Mesa on Polygon, stablecoin swaps will be sweet on Polygon, we include my. Yeah, actually, um, we must ask, uh, so one of the key things for uh, Mesa on, uh, Mesa is our prediction market uh, platform. For Gnosis. Uh I think like the gas, like the gas costs, <laughs> like it were kind of really deterring, you know, um, uh, some of uh, some of the use of Mesa. So I think Mesa on Polygon is a good idea. I I can't uh, I can't force us to do that yet. I I have to. I think we need our other um, product managers <laughs> to make that decision. But uh, yeah, I think I think it makes sense for Polygon to have Mesa. But um, I don't know if it's. Um, it's on a roadmap as of right now. I'm kind of more on the safe side.
2: <laughs> okay, awesome. There you go, poopster. Thank you for asking that question. We got one from Rathers.
0: My uh, my
2: eyes, my eyes aren't too good, so maybe Ben, if you want to read it out there.
0: Yeah. So they're basically speaking about um, like the safety of uh, Polygon. What made you think that it was safe enough uh, to launch there? Uh, and there's no need, like, not waiting for ZK rollups on L2, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I think we very much trusted the team uh, that was, like, ultimately we're just people, right? Um, and we very much trusted the team that we're actually uh, rolling out to Polygon. We had plenty of conversations with them in the run-up, and we liked their vision that they shared with us, and um, I think
0: you know, as we're
1: waiting for you know, ZK rollups, for example, and other scaling solutions, we thought it was a good idea to do uh, now and you know this—it's been good adoption, and definitely we'll we'll still be fo- focused in on other scaling solutions because it's you know it doesn't happen in a vacuum. But there's plenty of other uh, um you know aspects that you need to that you need to think about going forward for a multi-chain future.
0: Well, thanks, Naka, what's it? Uh, Nakamoto, and also Rethers for putting the message that on our Discord. Yes,
2: and then I think we'll take one last question. It's Poo Blue. Um, what are some plugins we could expect from Gnosis?
1: Yeah, so we've got a team now working on um, some safe modules, right? We Like we discussed about the safe modules, just so, you know, mo- how to bypass access control and um, bypass the multi sig, right, under certain conditions. And we actually have a team building a module manager where, you know, it's a, a safe app where you see all your mod- modules that you're employing, such as SafeSnap such as time-locking transactions for 24 hours, for example, mm. where we want, so we want this application to be like a kind of plug-and-play module manager, right? And uh, yeah, and we want to influence, you know, the community and the ecosystem to build their own modules as well and get them onto the module manager, right? That's, uh, that's what we have planned, and I think that's a, uh, that would be very good for, um, you know, certain, so certain like DAOs and certain teams that kind of need this extra bit of, uh, you know, flexibility
2: yeah that would be so cool a little bit of drag and drop there drag and drop security there
1: yeah exactly um and uh yeah there's i think modules are super dare i say modular (laughs) um but like yeah so we're basically i'm hoping that you know people get plenty of ideas of how like what's a cool way to buy to bypass you know the policy under a certain condition right and uh yeah and just get them just get them to like create them and yeah we put them up right and we just you know continue uh continue a better uh improvement of products right?
2: yeah, yeah. Do, do you have a do you have a timeline of when we might see that
1: so the the they're essentially the like the the alpha is complete right um and uh like we're we'll be releasing that in in the next couple of weeks um i think we just had to audit it. Um, and the audits nearing completion. So we'll see that in the next you know, next couple of weeks, maybe
0: two weeks, three weeks. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, we can't yeah. wait for the safe snap, the time like that stuff. So yeah. see that coming up.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in order for like DeFi to grow to that next level, security and safety is going to be you know a, a huge component. And I love what y'all are doing.
1: Yeah. And in terms of safe snap, like people have already adopted like, Projects have already adopted SafeSnap in their own um, governance. Like if you go into Snapshot and look at M Stable or look at even Shapeshift that recently uh, decentralized completely, they're they're employing SafeSnap now. Uh, you'll see like in in Snapshot they'll see SafeSnap plugin enabled in their in their governance page. So it's uh, in their votes. So it's already it's, it's slowly but surely we're getting a, we're getting some adoption.
0: Cool. And is there like a like a staging or alpha page where we can use the stuff that you're still auditing, or is <laughs> <you're just> <laughs> we, We're
1: we're very much like we're, we're very much the uh, like for for stuff that we're going to employ in our own UI, we we want to audited fully before we start. You know, um, releasing them. But um, it depends on which. Like you can catch me after, and, uh, whatever you're looking for. Like we can, uh, I can, I can help you out. But we tend to audit our stuff. First, before we
2: uh, <laughs> <in> the wild, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a wise decision. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I'm saying that. Right, like that's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> in a previous world that was a given, but
2: not yeah. the case, right? Yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. All right, uh, fantastic, John. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer some of our questions. Thank you for taking the time to answer some of the community questions. Community, fantastic uh, engagement. Thank you for those. Um, we will we will chat with you afterwards. Let's see about getting uh Chidao on there as a as a default app. Um and yeah, let's let's make uh let's make everyone on probably a a Gnosis median.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I'm looking here, thanks for having me on and I appreciate actually like the community's engaged, like I appreciate all the questions. So yeah, thanks for having me on. Enjoyed it. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks. Talk soon. Bye right, everyone.